Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast where I share my journey writing my first novel. I am a small business owner and entrepreneur living on the coast of Maine with my cat and my husband. And I, it's been probably a month and a half since my last one uh, episode, but um, we're still in the month of July. Even though I posted the other one at the very beginning of June, here I am at the end of July. So here's my update after this car goes by. Okay, so here's my update. I am simultaneously working on, as you all know, Last Current and Transitus. And I'm starting to see the threads like kind of connect together between the two different books, which is really exciting because it's really going to be more like Easter eggs, if anything, Um, like the connections between the two books, because they're so far apart chronologically that um, the, the timelines, the plot lines don't have anything to do with each other, but they're in the same world, the same like parallel universe, so to speak, I guess. And it's fun. This is this is the reason why, even though I wasn't excited to write Transitus, this is the reason why I wrote Transitus first. Because I wanted the backstory. I wanted the origin story. I wanted the prequel to be written as I... Um, well, not as I'm writing the other one, but like I wanted it to be written. And then... Um, to develop the rest of the story and because I am simultaneously working on them I'm seeing areas where I can really thread the two different um just the two different storylines together with this theme of oneness um which is kind of like the theme of transitus to begin with so like the theme transcends the book itself in more ways than one so that's cool uh so i am currently still editing um i'm on like i guess you would call it the second pass with an editor um working on transitus it was a little bit delayed the process just because she fit me into her schedule earlier in the year and then she had other books to focus on so i was fine with that because i was just working on the last current And so now we're working on the second pass. And then after the second pass, we're going to do like, I think it's the third pass is more grammatical things, um, less to do with the actual writing and the story development and the threads and all of that. So working on the second pass at the same time as I am working on rewriting the last current, which... I'm not going to go over it. You you can look at the other previous episodes if you want to know the full journey. Anyways, I'm working on The Last Current. It is 7,000-ish years in the future from Transitus. I'm rewriting it. And um, I am busier than ever, but also, like, more balanced than ever. And I don't know how that's possible, but, like, my goal has been to achieve balance, work-life balance. Like, you know, it's, 
the thing people say. And it's very difficult to achieve as a business owner when everything kind of rests on my shoulders. But I'm seeing more and more that everything isn't resting just on my shoulders alone. Not anymore. And that's really nice. There are still things that rely solely on me. Um, And that's okay. I just, I need that balance. So I'm able to... My my time management is 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 changing. Like my tasks, my day to day work, it's changing with the adaptations of my company. So as I grow and get more employees, for example, I'm focusing more on the employees and and other tasks. So, um, that is something I'm working on. Super super busy, um, but I'm able to check out. In the evenings, in the mornings, I've been going to yoga in the mornings, meaning I'm going outside less and less for walks, which is why I have less um, time for podcasts, I guess. I'm just talking quietly because I'm passing some people. Anyways, um, I spent... All of last week working on the opportunity of a lifetime for my company. Like, it was huge. I'm so excited to talk about it more when it's actually, like, public knowledge, which will be July 30th. If you all want to know what's going on, and it's after July 30th, go check out either my Instagram or We Speak's Instagram and I can't name the other Instagram, but you'll you'll see if you check out my Instagrams. Um, so I spent a ton of time, like zero bandwidth for writing. Um, the weekend before that, again, zero bandwidth for writing. I actually like had not a panic attack, but like I was so stressed, I just started crying because I was working all week, working all weekend. I had just come back from New York. Um, it was bad, so I had to definitely um, recoup um, that weekend. And then this weekend, this past weekend, I had to recoup again. But at the very end of it, on Sunday at like 7 p.m., I managed to get some writing done on the last current. And this is a lot of like lead up to the fact that I just wanted to share that I did 6,500 words on Sunday. Granted, these were not just like writ like I wasn't just writing from scratch. I was reincorporating scenes I had already written, but I had finally hit the spot where I could start doing that. Because up until now, I had been rewriting the last current essentially from scratch, maybe using a paragraph here or there um, that I had already written, but writing it from scratch. And now I've hit the point where I'm starting to incorporate like whole chapters and that's really amazing. It felt good to do, um, not writing all week and then catching up and like then some, um, just in a couple of hours on, on Sunday. So that's, that's what's going on here. Basically. I definitely feel like there were other things that I wanted to discuss as far as, like, things that I'm learning. Um, Some 
I mean, I'm just working on the editing with the editor and then it's like navigating that and learning what to focus on for the edits and like knowing when to ask for help, I guess. Like if you have a vision for your novel and you like know the direction that it's going, um, your editor more likely than not is there to help you like achieve that goal in the best way possible. So, um, yeah, I've been having like conversations with people here and there about the way that like how everything is going. Um, just connected on a few edits for the, the second pass very recently felt really good about it. She gave me some thoughts on how to execute, like pulling out a certain theme that I didn't notice was there. And what I'm realizing, this is something that I could mention, um, with theme, I'm so obsessed with theme because it is hard for me. It's difficult. And your book usually has one main theme, like threaded throughout the whole story. And that's like, it informs the plot essentially, but there are many, many other themes going on within your book that you may or may not even know about. And as I've been reading some of the better, um, books that are out there these days, um, via audiobook, I have been analyzing the way that authors achieve things within their novels. And one of the things is, uh, having little anecdotes with a certain theme. Uh, for example, there was one very recently about marriage and it was just making a commentary on marriage that really resonated with me in a very strong way. And it had to do with the theme of the overall book, but it wasn't, that specific commentary wasn't a part of the overall theme. I don't know if that makes sense, but if you're following, it has really impacted me. And I kind of, I guess it wasn't an aha moment when I was talking to the editor the other day, but it kind of was because we were talking about this non-binary character and she was like, well, something about this is bothering me because the way that I have it, it's like a hundred, hundreds of years from now today. Uh, the, the book is set hundreds, hundreds of years in the future. And there's a non-binary character who is kind of like misunderstood and made fun of. And I had this like little sentence in there that was kind of pointing to the fact that these other kids couldn't understand gender fluidity. And if you look at today, kids these days really understand gender fluidity. So that was the disconnect the editor was pointing out. She was like, well, actually, wouldn't you think like hundreds of years from now that, uh, you know, this wouldn't be happening? And I was like, yeah, probably, but also probably not because history repeats itself. And so I was, I kind of just made up an excuse, an explanation for why these kids were not understanding of gender fluidity. And over our call, we went over it together and she really liked my, my explanation. And we were talking about how like history repeats itself. And yeah, of course, like we could totally pull in kind of, I wouldn't say political, but just kind of themes of today. Like, yeah, history repeats itself. Like 
these people are put down, like this is what they're going through. And, um, so yeah, it is feasible that these kids would make fun of another kid for this one particular difference that maybe today is becoming more accepted. Um, so just a small little thing, like where there is a question from the editor, like we brought out a theme out of that. And then there's a couple chapters later, um, the other main character meets this main character for the first time. And there's some commentary about gender there too. So like there's two spots where I can make this commentary, like really pull it out of the book and like make it pop, but like not in a way that you would really notice it, but just like make you think. And I really love that about books. So I'm excited to go do those edits. I don't know if these are traditional first, uh, second pass edits. This, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, um, would constitute that. The other thing about my call with her, the editor, was I really liked hearing about my characters from her perspective. Like she was, she, to me, the way her interpretations really give a lot of life to my characters. And me being like in the book, like knowing everything about the book and having written it, um, as an author, I don't think you can ever truly like see your book for like, you can never, you can never ever see your book for the first time like a reader would. Um, so I have to take it at, I guess, face value that, uh, my writing is making them pop enough for her to interpret their character development. Anyways, um, seeing my characters through her eyes, I think kind of maybe equates to me reading the book for the first time. I just made that up on the spot just now, but I liked it. Um, there was another thing that's going on. The, shoot, what was it? I guess that's all I was going to say about, um, the editing side of things, which is kind of a lot, but also I've only been speaking for 15 minutes. I try to make these at least 30 minutes long, so I just got to ramble a little longer, but I do actually have another topic. I may or may not have discussed this topic before. I probably have, probably pretty recently. But one of the things that I've been doing as I'm editing, right now I'm only doing this with the last current because it's like new fun little passages that I like, um, that I like when I, when I'm finished writing them. I'll like spruce them up a tiny bit and then do a screenshot and then put, put them in my, um, in my Instagram stories, sometimes my Facebook stories, but I don't have very many people on Facebook. So if you're all curious about what's happening on July 30th, you can go check out, um, Brianna Mariah at Brianna Mariah on Instagram. And my Instagram stories are interspersed with sometimes funny slash sad memes, rarely, uh, sometimes like really cool work that we speak is doing. Um, I'll highlight a model or something like a really cool booking in my stories. And then sometimes you might get lucky and see one of my little snippets 
of my writing that I put up in my stories. It's just enough to give you a little taste. Um, but the reason why I'm bringing it up, not to promote it, but feel free to follow me on Instagram, but to um, tell you that it's a really, really cool tool. Um, maybe even better than like just a mailing list because I'm going to ask you all to get on my mailing list after this podcast ends. And I haven't looked at it recently, but there's not very many people on there. But with the stories, mostly only people follow me who are, one, my models who I represent and um, are by default like more engaged with my content. But two, just in general, people like people go there, look at stories and they interact with the stories. They'll like heart it or um, send a message about it like mostly my models again will say how interested they are in reading it and if you have an engaged following on your social media that might be an avenue for you to explore more so than a mailing list because if you've got a really good like network of people email is outdated it really is. I don't like I don't know how it's serving people these days, but when I get when I get like cold emails um on WeSpeak, I delete them, especially if they look like marketing emails. I delete them. I don't have time for it. Like I'm sure some people in the world have time for that, but and I get hundreds of those. But I think email marketing is outdated. Even on my personal email, like the email lists that I sign up for specifically because I'm interested in them, I delete them. I don't look at them. Um, So, Instagram stories. I get a lot of engagement. If any of you are listening who (laughs) look at my stories and have reacted to my stories and said that you're interested in my book, I have your name written down. (laughs) I've written down everybody's name who is interested. People I know, like, I don't know who I don't know, but I write down people I know. And I don't know what I'll do with that list yet. Um, but in the past I've considered, uh, you know, like a beta test or whatever it is. Um, maybe freebies when the book is like out, I will probably give out at least several handfuls of free books. Um, just because I I believe in my quality of work and I believe in my product. And I believe in the people that I surround myself with as well. So like if they're interested, maybe, maybe not, word of mouth could circulate. That's really like social media marketing is really how books get sold these days. Um... Side tangent, TikTok is a goal of mine, a goal that I do not have time for. Um, The Instagram thing is super easy for me to do. I don't have to think about it. And it's when I'm already having fun, like playing with my words and like writing. So I'll just take a screenshot and then I'll have fun like sharing it. Outside of that, I would love to do more like book talk things. Like books that aren't even good (laughs) go hugely viral and get successful because of TikTok. So that is another avenue for people to absolutely explore, especially as you're getting close to like 
whenever your book comes out, even if, even if you're getting traditionally published, like I've heard through the grapevine, I don't know how true this is, but like even traditionally published people have to like get out on TikTok. They have to promote on TikTok. They're trying, like traditional publishers are trying to get your books out viral on TikTok because that is how books are selling right now. That is how I'm finding recommendations on my books that I'm currently reading. Seriously, like all like all the books that I've read for the past few months have been because I was scouring TikTok for ideas. And that's how I know some of them are really bad and I did not finish them. But some of them are really, really good. I think, I don't know how Colleen Hoover got started. And I have only read her one book that got really, really popular on TikTok. Um, I think she's probably been around for a while. She's probably been writing and, like, successful for a while. But TikTok, like, made her blow up. She's got, I think she's got millions of followers on Instagram alone. Which is amazing for an author to have. Like, I can't even fathom. Like, that's, like, 1998 to J.K. Rowling is, like, TikTok and Colleen Hoover. You, you get the comparison I'm trying to make. I can't find the words to do it. I do the writing. I don't do the speaking. Um, so Colleen Hoover is probably as popular as J.K. Rowling was or something. I don't know. Probably not. I have no idea what I'm talking about anymore. So TikTok, do it. You should. And that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um... The last current. I'm working on it. I this week I hope to do those edits, the little thread that I was telling you about, the non-binary thread. I'm gonna do those edits, send it back to the editor, continue on with that second pass. And I'm gonna keep writing on the, the last um the last current. And I think if I'm over like over the hump, so to speak, of having to rewrite the entire like beginning, because I'm almost like I'm deep in the middle now. I think I'm over that hump. And I'll probably start speeding along because I have a lot of really solid content for the rest of the book that is still completely valid. Um it's still gonna take me a few months, I think. Especially with the pace that I'm going but yeah that's that's the update that's the full update and out of obligation I'm gonna ask you all to sign up for my mailing list and that link is in the podcast episode description uh the bio description whatever but probably you should just go check out my my instagram at brianna mariah and if you don't already know about we speak at We Speak Models on Instagram. That is all. Thanks for joining me, and I will talk to you all next time.